0: To that week because it was always intense.
2: The man, the myth, the legend, Dante Hall. My my, my favorite player growing up was Dante Hall. I love you guys still, but Dante was my guy. Get because you on the This episode of Chief Concerns is brought to you by BetOnline.ag. Betonline is the fastest and easiest way. To wager on all your favorite sports contests and events with first to market odds and lines find reviews and news for every league including major league baseball nfl nba nhl combat sports esports and even golf bet online continues to be the top online resource for all your sports information from live in-game betting props and futures head to bet online today or use your mobile device to join today and make your first sports bet. Use our promo code BELIEVE50. That's B-L-E-A-V-5-0 to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, where the game starts. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Chief Concerns. I'm here with our host, former tight end Jason Dunn. And for the first time since even before the Tyreek Hill trade, our guy, Eric Warfield, welcome. God, it's been a long time.
1: I didn't
0: realize <laughs> that. But, hey, glad to be back. Glad to be back. Well, I thought they traded you with Tyreek Hill. I was like, did, Dad, God, What second. you doing? <laughs> 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 hey, dang God, He done went ahead and got him in a trade deal. You know, he's down there in Miami putting podcasts together. I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind going to Miami, though. <laughs> I hear you. I know that's right. I know. How you doing, E? What's going on, brother? Good, you know, man. you talk life anyway, anyway. Life is,
1: life is good. I, w- I won't complain about a whole lot. So I'm just enjoying it as it is. Yeah.
0: Well, good, back. man. Good. Good, good to today. see your face back on this thing. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, man. I've been missing you, brothers, man. I can only tune in and hit the like button on Twitter every time. That's all I can do. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yeah, that I was looking to see with the last time you were on the show, and I, I scrolled, but I, I I kept going. I was like, "No, nah, he he was there in the summertime." I, I I guess it was you know it was before the Tyreek Hill trade. The last uh, one of the last topics you were on was uh, we need to get a number two. Our off, it was one of our off season ones, were like, you know, what, what do we need to talk on the offseason it was like, "What number two receiver could go well with Tyreek Hill?" We were talking about Allen Robinson, and like it's like so much. Wow. <laughs> yeah.
1: It's been a while, bro. A long time, but hey, we're back. Good to see you, folks.
0: Yeah, absolutely. But you know, we it, it, not, you know people don't know we talk anyway. You know, what I'm saying yeah. we all talk regardless of you know uh, whatnot, man. I know you was handling your business, and you know we we, we know that we we understand everything how it is. But man, like yeah. I said, you know the band's back together. Like you said, band's back together, baby. You know, putting it all in there. So yeah, buddy.
1: <laughs> a lot yeah. of people don't understand, man. Like the 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 thing with a lot of these podcasts is. That they, yeah, we, we we give out a lot of information about our lives and we, we try to give a, a player's perspective of, as to what we see, how we, you know, um, divvy things up play by play or throughout the games. Uh, but it also helps, you know, when we get to sit down and chop it up with old teammates and just to hear old stories and reminisce over old games and, um, a lot of that stuff's beneficial to to, to people mentally. You know, there's a yeah. lot of guys that I play with, older, and some guys are younger that are going through mental health issues, uh, and they they don't know how to either address it or to how um, you know what what outlets they have to to, to go with it. So, mm-hmm. I mean, if you have a moment to understand the, the benefits of a podcast. It's, it's tremendous i mean it's it it's, it's, it's put, it push you back into team chemistry because you know hell we had a lot of great things going on with our you know with, with with the group and uh you know a lot of great players uh coaches to come on and share their stories um and some of their moments but yeah it, it's it sucks to have to disappear for a moment uh, you know but it's, it's you know some things that i had to go go through so
0: yeah, man, that's true. Like, and like I said, man, you know, we, we know that, you know, and and I kind of piggyback off what you just said. Uh, you know, when, when you are talking about these things and guys are getting on here to talk about, like, their lives and whatnot, you know, we, we wear so many hats, right? There's so many hats that we do, you know, who we are to different people, you know, so we have different facets of who we are. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I know sometimes the fans only see a little bit of it, you know, just thinking, and, and it's like, you know, we just regular people like like they are you know we go through things like they do and so you know we also you know have other things with our life like my grandson he's here now I, I just I just came in with him he's out there right now running around and he's helped me uh getting ready prepared for uh tomorrow for Thanksgiving so you know it's just you know it's just life it's that's how life is man life is yeah. just like that beauty the but the beauty of it is you know, because we have we do have this outlet, this platform like this, where we are able to see each other, we are able to converse and talk with each other about certain things, and uh that's that that's that's the great thing about it. You know, that so, is true. Yeah, yeah. So that team man, you know how it is. That e, team bond man, it goes deep, man. There's a deepness in that. You know what I'm saying? With your boys, you got to make sure your boys, everybody's doing okay, man. But also too, like you said, chopping it up, laughing, having a great time with it, man. So yeah, yeah. You know, as your brother and your teammate. Uh as your boy, man. Like I said, good to see the green eye bandit back here, man. On yes, the, uh, podcast, he's concerns, man. <laughs> <laughs> and,
2: and I can say that I, I don't know. I don't know if people were tired of us, uh, JD, but uh as there's been a few commenters every week. Where's Eric? Where's Eric? Where's Eric? Where's Eric? Where's Eric? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. he'll, he'll be back, I promise. So, and I got All right. so back Are so like, you just pulling our leg? I'm like, I swear, I swear to God, <laughs> he'll be back.
1: <laughs> he'll be back. <laughs>
0: Yeah. We have we have beach working on the deal to get you back here.
1: Yeah. Yeah, you know, it's been an exciting year too, man. I, uh I know I made a comment on Twitter last week, um the emotional roller coaster that, that these games take you through. It's like, man, if 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 I could buy a pacemaker just to wear through a game, I <laughs> I feel better afterwards. And like the greatest relief is, is getting that W, but man, the, the 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 heartache it takes you through when you see the struggles. But that's how games are, you know. We we we've been in them those battles, um, and and yet you know, win or lose, I'm I'm still Chiefs, one hundred percent. So, but you all you don't you you hate going through those kind of emotions to where you have to see your team come back with a minute of change or thirteen seconds. Uh, but that, that that's thats the beauty of the game also, is, is to see them uh, create those uh, historical moments and, and pull out victories in games like that.
0: So, E, man, let me ask you. So, you you watched our defense, man. Give, give me an assessment of how you feel, you know, the defense is played, brother. You know what I'm saying? From your perspective. We've been looking for this defensive perspective for a while. What do you think about this young defense, brother?
1: You know what? I'm, I'm happy about where they're at right now because they're a lot better than last year. Um a lot of inconsistency, but, you know, um, for the most part, Chris Jones has done a pretty good job this year. Frank has stepped it up big time, even though, you know, he got the four-game suspension, but he stepped it up big time. It's good to have Willie Gay and uh, – oh, my God, I'm – Bolton. Frank Park, My guy from Missouri, 32. Bolton.
0: Yeah, Bolton. Bolton. Uh, yes. I love
1: the way they're playing. Um, Now, the one guy that hasn't shown me his potential, and I can't say his last name, but he's a first-round pick. Karloftis? Yeah. Yeah. Other than that, I think the guys are playing well. I don't like the situations that our secondaries put in. It seems like we get a lot of one-on-one, and it's getting exposed. For the most part, I don't care who what corner you are, every corner's gotten beat this year. It's gonna happen. Happen right. to everybody. Yeah. Um but we gotta find ways to help them more. Um I don't know if we run cover two more, like a cover two blitz. But yet that's that seems to be the, the thing that's hurting us the worst is, is the exposure of the corners and uh, a lot of deep balls. Um and so other than that, I love what we're doing, man. It's it's it's, it's different than, than what we did last year. Uh, was I happy with bringing Frank back? Not really, because it's I thought we paid him a lot of money for the production that he wasn't doing, but he's really done a good job this year. So, and I hate to say mm-hmm. a guy he's you know needs doesn't want uh, shouldn't be on the team because of production, but um, you know like if if I can't produce what you signed me for. And what's used to me you know being on the squad you know i understand how the system works and so he's coming along and done a great job um but hey the thing that gets me the most is like watching the offense and like you know how exciting they are how good they are and it's like we'll get a drive i'm like what the heck are we doing like why do why would we even try that um yeah. so I, to be honest, I think our offense score every time we touch the ball. Every single time. Um, mm-hmm. But we find ways to blow to blow drives, and so uh, defenses are going to struggle. I don't care who you are. You know, they had Dallas Cowboys as one of the top-ranked defenses for the first, I don't know how many seasons of the games of the season, and all of a yeah. sudden, like, you know, all their defense can do right now is sack a quarterback, and they're giving up all these other big plays, but yet how much pressure do you want as a, as a front seven? Than you than what Dallas is giving. It, than what Dallas is giving. Right. Uh, right. You can't find a better pressure uh front seven. But yeah, like I said, people don't understand. Like in today's, like you rarely get that nine route tree. You know, which is going to be basic routes. There's a lot of cross uh picking. There's a lot of double moves, and when you get that kind of stuff. It's gonna beat your corners no matter what. I don't care who you are, Dion Sanders, Jarrell uh, they're gonna get beat. And so I hate the the one on one stuff to where our guys are out on an island at that point uh, because we don't have that shut down guy. But I don't know what team in the league has a shut down corner right now. Um, yeah, you got guys that are making plays on the ball and making some you know some interceptions, but there's no shut down corners in the NFL anymore.
2: Do you think the uh kind of leaving the guys out on the island, especially young guys like Jalen Watson, seventh round pick, Josh Williams, fourth or fifth round pick, do you think it helps these guys mature faster, kind of leaving them on islands as such it to right out the gate that that's kinda keeping of we run wrong with these young guys?
1: Oh, it definitely helps. I mean, when you see the how you get exposed and uh at what point that you lost the the route and the and the ball, you get to understand and see that they'll experience it. Um Boy, that doesn't make it any easier when you have to go out there the next week and you got somebody that's smaller in stature that's uh, going to run a different route or somebody that's bigger that's just going to outrun you. The uh, <laughs> playing corner is not easy. That You have to react to that guy's every step. Um, and nine times out of ten, the receivers are always faster than the corners. Always. And so it's, it's not an easy job.
2: Yeah, and what? So I know you said overall you, you like the way the defense has played. Um, but how how would you grade the secondary? Because JD and I like pre-draft, we we're like, oh, we need to go go out and just get all edge rushers. We end up kind of going more so the secondary aspect on McDuffie, Williams, uh, Watson, um, and then Brian Cook to safety. Um, how would you grade th- these rookies so far? Kind of being thrown and thrusted in and kind of thrown right in without any kind of other veteran cornerback on the team. Marcus, we figured out ways to
1: win games. Uh, and that's all we need. You know, I, again, I don't know of a, a defense that's just um, the Seattle of the league when they had Sherman and uh, Cam Chancellor and those guys. I, I don't know of a defense that's that that's that good at this point right now. Uh, so what you do is you give your guys uh, a chance to make the play or make the tackle. And as of now, like, um, I think the thing that a lot of corners are having to do now is, like, you're not going to make the place, so just make the tackle. So instead of having to try to knock that ball down, just go ahead and make the tackle. Or if you can, commit the P.I. instead of getting up the touchdown. Um, it, it's not an easy task. I, I, we do have a young secondary. They're, they're learning at battle. And I, I, to me, right now at this point, I like I like what they've accomplished so far.
0: So let me let me let me let me say this, okay? Because I, what Marcus asked you is what I've been talking about for the past few weeks uh, with uh, with Williams, and I was saying that you know it's it's necessary that you put a guy like that out there to see what he can do, especially with the defense that Spags plays all the time yeah. with his corners, and so. Um, I think for for me, and when I'm watching this technique, when you know it's like third and long or whatever like that, it's like it, you, you don't get beat deep. If you know you don't have help over top, the one place you can't get beat is what? You can't get beat deep, right? Yeah. I think last week he did a good job as far as walling um, um, Kenan Allen out. Kenan Allen. And Kenan Allen just came in and just made that play on his side. You know yes. what I mean? What you do about that, right? I mean, come on, guy just makes a play. It's the same thing like the dude try to with with Justin Jefferson. He goes over, and make it, will call with one hand. He, yeah, you can knock it down, but guys are going to make plays. I mean, you know, guys get paid. I mean, that's how it works in the NFL. And so, I, I think you know everybody's talking about you know when it's third and long. Yeah, should he get help over top? Absolutely. Spags trust you know Williams and those guys out there. He he, he trusts them to do the right thing and their technique uh, when they play Buffalo. And we we're kind of talking about this. I was like, you know, Williams, he's gonna get better over time. And sometimes you got to throw a guy out there in the fire to see what he can do. And and look, we we've seen the best receivers in the game. I mean, yeah. if you think about it, we have seen the best receivers that the NFL has to offer pretty much, as opposed to what um you know, Justin Jefferson and everybody everybody else, we 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 don't seen that. I mean we had, we had to go against Tyreek every week. It, it, exactly. So the thing is the guy's gonna do a, a a good job. And I and I like that because you challenge guys early so they can be better off uh, further off in the playoffs, right? Because you kind of know what you can do. And I, I told this to to a lot of people on Twitter is Spags, he sees the guys after the practice, right? He's not gonna put him in a situation that he don't think he can do, right? We we know this as a coach. I'm not gonna ask you to do something I know you can do. I'm not gonna sure. do that. And I think people just they think, oh well, you shouldn't. Well, Spag's trust him. If he's watching to go against these guys in practice, he trusts this guy to come one on one with, you know, of course, against Davis and against Diggs. But those guys, you talk about monster guys, right? I mean, you're talking about Devontae Adams, Diggs, Davis, Keenan Allen, Mike Williams. I mean, we, we go down the list of guys they didn't see. And so. But JD, I, the easiest yeah. place to
1: coach from is where?
0: Well, yeah, of course. We from know sideline in in the box, <laughs> right? Right. Well, yeah. Well, sure. Sure. So I, I can sit from my
1: couch and tell you everything that the coach should do. What the player did. <laughs> yeah, it's it's easy to to coach from a, from the couch, man. But you know when yes. you when you when you sit here and go through, you know, Wednesday, Thursday, Fridays, practice with these guys, you understand what they bring to your defense. Yes. You're not going to run a play just say, oh, I'm going to put you on the island just to get you beat."
0: Right. Come on. No. Or we're going to just stay with the scheme. Well, I'm just going to call this because we got to just stay with the scheme. No, we ain't going to do that. If I
1: I call that defense and my corner gets an interception, then you're going to be like, great play. You know? But that's all because of what the corner did. You know? Right. And so it's like. People got to understand, man, like this is not an easy game. Every person on that field, all 22 of those guys in between those lines is getting paid. Yeah,
0: You know, somebody's got to get beat. And look, and look, and and these guys, they're starting, like these are the best guys in the business doing it. You know what I'm saying? I mean, like upper echelon, I think sometimes, you know, the scope of how people look at it, I don't think they quite fully understand that part of it, right? Uh. But man, look, I, I I think, man, your your assessment on the defense, man, is spot on. Like you said, Frank has been playing uh, exceptionally well. Uh linebacker's been playing tremendously well. I like I I think George needs to come up and step up, man. He he hadn't really sniffed anything. He got what, maybe a half a sack this year? How many sacks did he have? I don't even know what his numbers are, to be honest with you.
2: Uh, I do know he's like he had one it, one yeah, and a half. He's, he's leading all the rookies in um in pressures of all of all the rookies. Yeah, pressures. I know it. So. Yeah,
0: pressures. Yeah, yeah. But you know, pressures are good. You know, that sack because he's he's just right there. He's always just like <laughs> right there, man. He's always right there. You know, so half sack. Well, you know, yeah, half <laughs> sack. Yeah, that's what I thought. That's what I thought. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> uh, this is but, one thing that uh, a lot of people online have been saying. And I, I've been waiting to talk to a, a secondary expert and, and E. Um, everyone's been kind of shitting on Justin Reed. Saying he's been kind of a kind of a bust of a of a, of a pickup this offseason, there was a lot of hype on him replacing Matthew, and we really haven't seen much of him. What have you seen from Justin Reed? Justin Garrett? is not
1: the honey badger, so don't expect somebody to come in and do what he did. You know, mm-hmm. uh, I think he's doing an exceptional job. He's doing a great job. I don't I don't sit and monitor what his every play. So uh, to to say what he's given up as opposed to what. Um, He's accomplished for the team. I don't know the the difference in what he's done so far is whether it's good or bad. But from what I've seen so far, I think he's done well. Uh, well-rounded athlete. I wish we had used him more early in the season to kick some of those field goals, next points. <laughs> but um, outside of that, uh, yeah, he's not the honey badger. You know, he he doesn't. He's not instinctively um, talented like that. You know, he's gonna make plays. Uh, I, I think we were all hoping that he'd have a couple more interceptions than, than what he has. Um, but yeah, there's, there's not a lot of people that are built like the Tyre Matthew. So let's not expect somebody to just come in and replace him. Or you know, for some of the other talented players that we have lost, you know, you know, we, we lost Tariq Hill. Nobody expected Juju to come in and you know make plays like Tariq or Sky Moore or any, any of the other guys. So. Uh, you just got to bear with what you have, and um, right now we're pulling our W, so that's all that matters. Yep. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's thing- such a great point.
2: No, go on, JD.
0: No, I would say that that's such a great point of, like, the expectations, right, of just saying, like, it, you know, he's, he's not Honey Badger, right? So get that out of your head. I understand he came in to replace him, but you need to realize who the Honey Badger was, right? all pro, you know what I'm saying, the 2000, like all decade team, I think. I mean, this, you know, he was a monster back there at safety. And so maybe what I see from from Justin Reed, I I think he's doing, like you said, I think he's doing a a good job uh, playing the position he's playing. Uh, I I think maybe I expected a little bit better tackling. I think sometimes I see some some missed tackles. I'm just like, oh, you know, that, you know, I think he, he should get, but maybe I'm just being picky. If I see something right, that's just me being like, "Oh man, how would he miss that one?" Right? That's 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 what that is. Yeah, uh, I think overall though, man, he's he's a he's a solid safety, no doubt about it. I think, matter of fact, also too, just with his leadership, he makes the whole secondary better in itself, right? That's an, that's another thing. So he's he's got he's got all the all the tangibles, everything like that that you need in a solid safety, no doubt about it. So.
2: Yeah. And one thing too, you know, coming into the season, we were talking about edge rush being a huge priority we needed to address. You know, we didn't think we addressed it enough. Then we got Dunlap. Um, and and what was it we're going into week twelve right now, and we already have more sacks this year than we did all of last year. Thirty-two right now, we had thirty-one all of last year. So that pass rush says I mean it's looking like a million bucks compared to what it was last year. It is, you, you know, know,
1: a thing last year we complained and, and and we said that spags need to quit with the experiment with with Chris, I mm-hmm. mean, it's it's working in year two. You know, he's, he's got him on the left. He's got him on the right. He's got him up the middle. Mm-hmm. And uh, Chris has been exposing offensive lines and, and getting to the quarterbacks or, or adding pressure. So, um, it, 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 sports is built on patience, man. And, and when you're invested so so much emotionally, it's hard to understand that because you want it every play. You want it instant. And when you don't get that, when you see something that, you know, you experiment with. And it turns out that it looks like it backfires. Then you really get upset. So it's like, why do we keep doing this? But um, Chris is a phenomenal. He's a special type of player, you know. And with yeah. his talent, you know, you don't think a guy that big can move as fast. But uh, to put him on a red, uh, put him on the edge, and come off as a rusher. Heck, man, he's he's taking advantage of it. He's made it work for us.
0: Yeah, it's a good switch up. It's a good switch up. The, I think maybe the the difference was because they started him out there defensive end, but now when you're switching him up, it's a good change of pace. Big tag. He had no idea that you know yeah. big joke was coming out there. He don't know what to do. You know, so that's good. That's that's good game planning by Spags to do that to pick and choose when to put him out there defensive end.
2: Yeah, it's being creative with, with a guy like that. When with a guy like that, you should be creative and try to you know mix and match and do different things with him, and it, so exactly. it helps the
1: other guys because. You know the 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 offensive line or the tight ends don't get familiar with their blocking styles or not their blocking but their rushing styles. So,
0: yeah, yeah, it's huge. It's huge. Trying to block something like that. Yeah. So I know if I had if I had that sucker out there trying to block him, I had to hold on for dear life. You know what I mean? But you know what, if if you had to block
1: Chris Jones and he lined up at the left tight at the left rushing and you and you're playing that right, you would figure out a way to pick him up, like how to block it. Now, oh yeah,
0: no, no, no doubt, yeah.
1: But if he keeps switching and you don't understand like what he's doing on one play after another, it's gonna be hard for you to to, to block that.
0: Right, right. Because I I had to make that adjustment now, all of a sudden with exactly. my feet, my hands. Yes, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying, man. It's tough. Especially you got, like, a guy like that caliber. You know what I mean? Now, look, I, hey, I and E look, I've done uh, tre- tremendously well. I want to say I pat myself on the back. I had, I had some of the the best, the best in the business yeah. to do it. Yeah, you had some dogs. <laughs> Yes, sir. Yes,
2: sir. Shoot. Um You guys, uh, we, we talked about Sky more, you know, not being able to replicate Tyreek Hill. Um, and so far this season, up and down. Um, as far as, you know, people getting on him for not being, you know, like some of these other rookie receivers that come out just right away. There are the guy, um, it's kind of taking some time, you know, so many weapons over there. Um, and then this past weekend, we you know with being down, uh, Juju being down Harman, and then Tony g- going down during the game, Sky Moore came up big, uh, and Mahomes wet to him on two third downs, two crucial third downs in that game. And that just shows trust um, and stuff that we talked about him not having trust in Sky Moore earlier on in the season where he went to him and uh, uh, I think he threw an interception. Actually, two plays right through an interception to, um, to win targeting Sky Moore. But Thursday came up – or Sunday night came up huge. Um, so my question is, even when Hartman and Tony come back, do you think that Sky Moore has earned himself uh, more time uh, in, in rotation in uh, getting more snaps even when those two guys do come return? I
1: think so. So my, my take on that is like, you know, I try to imagine a new guy coming in and play with, I'm not, I won't put uh, Patrick up with Michael Jordan, but just, you know, for instance, just describing the situation. Coming in and play with Michael Jordan. Greatness, one rings, expectations of others. Like, what do I have to do to make him happy? I'm nervous for one, because like, this is considered the best player to me. Um, yet I have a job to do to help my team win and to satisfy his expectations. I don't know if the pressure gets to him, uh, and all of a sudden it's like you bring it, man. He's not—he's uh, not creating the plays when Patrick breaks out of the pocket uh, to help. You know the phenomenal passes or plays that that Pat creates of what our offense is accustomed to. Uh, then you try to find a place to put him with special teams. And now he's like, he's fumbling the ball. He's not the the, the return guy specialist that you were, that, that you thought that you get. get. Uh, plus you're trying to create a position for him because he wasn't able to fit in or to beat out other receivers. So since you draft him so high, you got to find a place to put him on the field. And so it's always like, <laughs> I don't know if it's like all the, uh, the bad talk that he's been hearing, and it's like, okay, I'm a second round pick. What is it? Second, he's second round, second round pick. Second. For a reason, mm-hmm. I know I'm talented. I can, I, I have all this talent. Let me go and play my game. If Patrick isn't happy and Patrick can't find a way to get me the ball, then that's on me. I, if if I got to go out and play my game, beat my guy in coverage, Patrick's gonna find me. But I just gotta go out and be confident in my game and get through my game. So and I I notice he's got that confidence now. And it's like it's just a whole different player out there. You know, I was at the game when they played Tennessee and the first punt, Sky runs out there <coughs> and I'm in the stands and I hear a lot of the people like, no, why is he back? They're like, no, like I I can imagine, like, especially like when I play, like You know, there's fans that didn't like me, didn't want me out there. But just being that player and having to hear, like, people don't want you out there on the field. That's tough. Like, yeah, the coaches want you out there. The coaches know what you have. They know the potential that they drafted. And so give this kid a chance. Let him go out there and fulfill his season and go out there and do what these coaches drafted him to do. Don't sit there and and make him, you know, any worse, uh feel any worse than he's already done for whether it was a fumble that he dropped uh on a punt whether it was a a tip interception that he caused patrick to have uh you gotta you know keep these guys in the game keep them in tune to where they can continue making plays and i love what he did last week
0: yeah I, i think sometimes when uh when opportunity presents itself you don't quite know what you have until that that you, you definitely have an opportunity. And we wouldn't have known that unless, you know, you have Tony down, you have Juju down, and you have uh, Hardman down, right? And I, and I and I was saying this before that I don't think his development, it takes time. Like he said earlier, man, like it, 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 NFL is all about patience. When you're developing young players, it's, it's all about patience with certain guys. And, and so they knew as far as like him coming around, his development, it was going to just take a matter of time. But now he had this, you know, now this the opportunity, he showed what you can do. But it's the same thing, like almost like Palmer. When I'm I'm looking over it, I'm just going back to you know how, how the Chargers deal with it. Mike Williams and Kenan Allen come in, they're the number ones. They're they gonna be the starters when they come back. So when the same thing, when Juju comes back, he's gonna be the guy, right? When Harmon comes back, they're gonna have him in. Tony come back, they're gonna have him in. Scott Moore, without his doubt, has earned, you know, the the, the opportunity to get more balls. And I think more, more more, to the point is the team and the coaches understand they can depend on him too, right? I think it, it took a, a game like this to show exactly, like, look, this is the reason we drafted this guy. This guy is still a solid route runner. He's got great hands. He can catch the football and he could compete. And that's, that's just that's, that's a really good feeling to have knowing that you have that confidence in a young guy like him. And so th- will that take away from other guys' looks? I don't know. We We don't know that. But well, we do know we have a solid receiver in Sky Moore, right? That we know he can do those things. So it's not really that uh it, that to me is something that's gonna take away from it. I think Patrick in itself, too, he knows as well. It's like, you know, but Pat talked about it. Pat talked about how solid of a receiver he was. And so we don't get to see it because all the other guys was was in there. And you, you could see a guy like that. Like he said, man, he's he's returning punts. He's not the best punt returner. You know, there's probably a better guys on the team that could re- return the punts. I think that's the reason you brought Tony in so he can do that, right? So I mean that was where they was filling him in at the moment, but that wouldn't his that wasn't his uh his forte, right? But he he's he's gonna be a solid receiver man from, from years to come. I think we got a good pick in him in the second in the second round. I agree.
2: What did you guys think about Collinsworth comparing him to Julian Edelman? Do you see that kind of comparison?
0: He said, well, has a
1: special type of tech. He's a, he's a nickel type player. Yeah, I, nah, I can't do you hear that. Me you say know that? He said, what? Uh, yeah. You know what? To me, uh, no knock on my boy. You know, this, this is my, this is one of my dogs. Uh, Sky could, has the potential to be a, a Dante, Dante Hall. You know, we first got Dante. Dante didn't, didn't do the things that he ended up doing with his career. No.
0: Nah.
1: Um, and come to figure out he's great at special teams, kickoff returns, punt returns, then ended up being a great slot player. I think Sky has potential to become something like that. He's not going to be a Dante Hall. I think he has potential to have uh, somewhat of a career like that.
0: Yeah, I mean, look, he's a possession receiver. Uh, I learned this from Burn. Byron was like, man, you got to watch. You can't use one guy to another guy in the same sentence. You know, yeah. let's not compare him to gentlemen just yet. Let's not do that. <laughs> no, okay. you can't do that. Yeah, yeah. All right. Now, I know I know Chris Collinworth's be coming out his tail sometimes with some some of the things he'd be saying. Uh, but, he, but he does have some potential. I think he's a good possession receiver. He's a guy that can work in the slot, no doubt about it, can get open. He's got great hands. He can catch the football really well. Uh, he's got range to catching the football. That's another thing. So, uh, you know, they talked about, like, his strength. He has, like, a really sneaky strength. They was talking about, like, him running routes, pushing on guys, stuff like that. So, he's – look, he's – he's like I said before, man, we know we got a solid pick in him for what he did the last game. Uh, Shoot, so what was his number? So, he was five for 63. That's what he got, Mm -hmm. five for 63. So, he had six targets. Man, that's a great day. That's a great day for Scott
2: Moore. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and those are crucial – Five catches, like at, yes, sir. Market, so
2: that's right. Well, I don't know if you guys saw the all twenty-two view of the uh, that catch he had, where um, like he, uh, where he like kind of went back for the ball and like he dove for it and it kind of from the, from the far view, it looked like the ball uh, bounced on the turf, but he, yeah, he never touched the ground. I, saw, I like he that. Oh, yeah, he got it from you. Um, yeah. that that play, if you, if you look at it, you know that that wasn't the route he was supposed to run. I mean, you know, Patrick broke out, uh, uh, rolled out, and then the play kind of broke up. And so. Sky comes perfectly back to the ball. And that's something that, earlier on in the game, Mahomes was pissed off about. Um, MVS not redirecting on one of the routes. He, they, they showed him the, the game where he was like, dude, like go upfield. Um, We're like, you know, that's a, that's a rookie kind of adjusting on the fly in a, in a game, in a situation like that. You know, MVS played Rodgers. Sky Moore's first go-around. And he's, you know, he's adjusting on the fly to Mahomes. And Mahomes is trusting him on, the, on those third downs. You know, like, two-
1: one of the things that's so unfair to a DB – so we get in um, 707s or even one-on-ones and they, they, they usually try to put a clock as to when the quarterback should release the ball, right? Yeah. that ain't That's not the NFL. <laughs> and I don't know if like Sky being a, a first-year guy having this clock in his head, okay, the ball's going to be released at this point. Like, do I, my route is already run? Do I look back and, and block or what? No, you're playing with one of the greatest creators there is. So if your route is done, you, uh, uh, what is it
0: called? <laughs> run and get open. Scramble drill. Yeah. Scramble drill, man. Scramble drill.
1: <laughs> you yeah. you got to find a way to get, you get another route in and, and get the ball. Uh, because, you know, Patrick is rarely going to take sacks. Uh, but he's always going to uh, find a way to make a play. So, and you don't never know when you can be a part of that play. So, yeah, just because your route is done and you think that clock is is, is done, play is not over.
0: Yeah, and, and I can see that's the frustrating part. Like you said, they're having to cover something like that all the time, right? So you could, you could get into the, 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 you know, on the basic or whatever, come back and go deep all of a sudden, they, they run around yeah. on the other side of the field. And boy, that's, <laughs> that is – it, it, you you could tell that that right there is exhausting just to do that in itself.
1: Hey, that that but a, a playbook is about that thick. I don't know if you see my bottom yeah. hand, but it, it's it's about <laughs> as thick as my head. <laughs> yeah. But every route is the same. You get nine nine routes, right, JD? It's a nine route tree.
0: Pretty, pretty much you, you're about fifteen if you do like the whips and all of that, though. Yeah, yeah. yeah so but
1: technically, there's a nine route tree.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Ends out, ends and out. Yeah. That's what we study as DBs. Now, yes, you can set up three receivers, two tight ends, running backs. So that's when you get creative as, as an offensive coordinator to try to throw – you still throw the same nine routes. But when you break out of mm-hmm. these routes or when you do double moves, to use my language, you fucked up a lot with the DBs because we're so tuned into what we run at practice and what we see on these sheets uh, <laughs> to where – we don't practice a whole lot of double moves because that's not in within a playbook, but we have to get a couple run every practice. And I guarantee you, if you run those every practice, it's going to be success for the offense or it's going to be a pass interference.
0: Yeah. But we, no, we got those plays in the book, man. But but like you said, those double double moves that is tough. Yeah. Jukes. Oh yeah. It's like jukes, whips, uh, out and up. Uh, circus routes, yeah, we got all those in it. You know what I'm saying? All those uh in 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 the playbook. You know what we would do? I tell like all offense
1: protection. So you bring in what two tight ends?
0: <laughs> those no, are not on max.
1: You can't run a double move when you got a double when you got all out blitz. It's not gonna happen. No, no, you
0: yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, no, no. You gotta, yeah, you gotta come out. You gotta come out your break now. This guy, it's getting open right now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You gotta, you gotta win at the line of scrimmage, right off the line. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so but it, it, I think, and kind of talking about Sky Moore and MVS, two totally guys are two different skill sets. Look, I, I don't think I'm saying anything uh controversial here, but I think Sky Moore has better hands than MVS. I that just that's me. I think a lot of people would probably say that. Would you say, Eddie, would you agree with me on that one? I mean, I
1: think he's gonna be all right. I'm not gonna sit there and 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 worry about um. If McCole or Tony will be ready for next week, knowing that Sky had his moment to step up and prove himself. So if his numbers call, I know we can count on it.
0: Right. Well, what, what I was saying, I guess what I was kind of was saying about that is where you know we know MBS is a straight runner, right? He's he's that speed guy. He's gonna he's gonna get deep on the ball, he's gonna go for the deep routes. Oh, yes, about- yeah.
1: Bit- yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: He has a little bit more in his bag, you know. what I'm saying I think he has a little bit better hands. We're talking about Sky Moore who was, without a doubt, in the mix with the, the, the rest of the first-rounders of being – he could have been a first-round pick. We know it got – you know, there was a lot of teams looking at Sky Moore for a first-round pick because he was type of a possession receiver. The thing was, because of where he played, you know, the competition, you know, there was always those things that was a knock, how big he was, all those things. But, man, we know – look, the guy played, you know, when he when he came and he made that that catch, he had – when he, he came up, he knew he, he made a catch. He knew he sure. made a catch. And so I, I think that's what, like, when, when you know, Patrick is back there and he's looking for a guy, he can trust that Scott Moore is going to catch the football. I think that's one thing he don't have to worry about is if I throw the ball to this guy, he ain't going to drop it. Sure. And I'm, I'm not saying anything against the guys last year, okay, but I don't know, you know, he was necessarily trusting those guys' hands all last year. There, there was a lot of balls beating him up in the chest. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It just, there was a whole lot of that. So yeah. was out here catching this rock outside of his frame, so. I mean, I think
1: we had, what, last year was probably seven drop balls that turned
2: into interceptions for um, on pass. Something like that. Something. More, a, more.
0: How many? It was a lot.
2: It was a lot. I, I, for, I forgot the number, but it was it was a lot. I think it was the most ever uh, for, for a quarterback.
0: Yeah, it's crazy.
2: <laughs> Just bad luck. Bad bounces. Yeah. <laughs> beat him up, ball. Boop. Yeah. <laughs> um so another thing that's been trending on Twitter for the last few weeks was hashtag free rojo, which I, I think JD actually started that one, free rojo. Um so CH uh headed to IR, gonna miss at least four games. Um and there's a chance that Andy Reid said there's a legitimate shot that uh Ronald Jones will play this weekend against the Rams. Um so we're gonna we're gonna get our wish free Rojo. But with the way Pacheco's been Pacheco's played the last two weeks, um, and that kind of that backfield of Pacheco, McKinnon, which we've gotten really, we've really gotten the last two weeks, essentially. Uh, C H has been active, but not really getting uh, a lot of touches or snaps. Um, how do you see this kind of the backfield being split with uh, with Rojo being involved? Do You think it's going to be a seldom like third inches kind of thing where Rojo will come in there, or do you think it's pretty much um Pacheco's backfield to lose at this point? You can't make it a given. Yeah, you can't yeah. say like I'm
1: gonna use him on short yards. I'm gonna use them on, you know,
0: yeah,
1: as a pass running back. So I like I like the way that they use everybody within a committee. You know, the the only real number one we have is Kelsey, and that's in any department out there. Um, so to say we're gonna use Pacheco or McKinney on, on-, on certain routes, you know that that's that's kind of giving away your offense, and we we can't expose ourselves like that. So. But however we use all three, I think they're going to be all three used the same way. It's just a matter of uh, uh, who excels at the moment. So mm-hmm. I guess that's my yeah. opinion
0: on it. No, you, you're right. You're right. I think right now, Pacheco's got the hot hand. So you go with right. the hot hand. You know, he, I mean, he's shooting. Joker's been toting. He got over 100-something yards last game. I mean, you got to ride him out. But we know that – Pacheco, his strong suit, he he's not a pass blocker. You know, we know he's not that 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 solid back there uh in 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 that pass protection. So you can't have him in there for that. Kenneth's got to be in there for that. And then you pick and choose where Rojo comes in. So if he's able to get like a little bit change your pace here, give him one or two. Me, give him five biscuits. He might do some of them five, five biscuits and turn into something else. So yeah. The thing is, man, you just like like you said, man. It's running back by committee, but we know right now that Pacheco has has been pro- pretty much dubbed the number one, probably. You know, and McKinnon's the one. Like McKinnon's just a solid guy. You can put him in at any time. He's gonna be. He's gonna be fine. But Rojo's a guy I want to see. Okay, we need to get him the ball at least. Like I said, at least five times just against the Rams, and I know that sucker's gonna be running behind his pads. He's gonna be running hard. That is gonna come out there, man. He probably do hundred push ups before he get out there on the, on the field. I know he will. He'll be ready.
2: Yeah, he's been, he's been dying to get his shot this year, so he, uh, here it is. Hey, and this is why Andy Reid didn't want to get rid of him. He said he's gonna he's gonna get a shot at some point, And lo and behold, Ch out for four weeks at least.
0: Guys get hurt all the time. <laughs> Guys get yeah. hurt, man. Receivers, I mean, it happens. Hey, especially when it's cold out. <laughs> <laughs>
1: You don't want to hit. No uh
0: uh-uh.
1: <laughs> don't wanna hit or get hit.
0: <laughs> e, what's the coldest game you ever played in, real quick?
1: Uh we played the It was in California. Hmm? We played the Raiders. There might have been the rain game?
0: Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. It was just
1: pounding ground, but man, it was freezing. <laughs> I played in snow I played in sleep I played in rain but that game yeah that was by far
0: is, there, is that the way they wouldn't let us we couldn't have no hot showers either they usually do it that, so, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's wrong man and I remember I sure. just looked
1: at Marcus Patton and, and Patton was just you know he had the veneers the fake teeth I'm stuck with just
2: clanking, <laughs> but it's cold out here. <laughs> oh
0: shit!
2: <laughs> I trying to see what the other uh, the stat the, the score was that game. Oh man, we got we got shut out that game twenty four nothing. Was that was that the game? Is that I don't De- December no, twenty don't... De- December twenty eighth two thousand two. And <laughs> shut out. At Oakland, yeah. It, it was how many even,
1: passes were, how many passes were thrown? It was all running.
2: Uh yeah, Gannon yeah. only threw 14 passes and uh Trent Green threw 32 that game.
1: Oh no, that wasn't that game then.
2: No. Mm-hmm. Uh Charlie Gard 29 carries, 135 yards. Zach Crockett, eleven carries, seventy two yards. Tyron Whitley, Okay, 76. so it might have been that game, man.
0: Yeah, yeah. I know have. Zach
2: Crockett was yeah.
0: Yeah, Chuck, Chuck, yeah, Charlie got it, you know. He was getting his. Shoot, he let all three, but Tyrone Wheatley. Wheatley Procton, you, yeah. And... Dang on. Everybody was running the football in.
2: Huh? <laughs> <laughs> so I look like on who else y'all got out there? Oh my goodness. Yeah, uh, uh, Mike Cloud was our leading rusher with nine carries, 23 yards. And Mike Cloud. Damn. That's a name. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. And Blaylock had three carries, 17 yards in that game. So, I guess we, we, we were throwing most of that game. Yeah. Trying to catch up. Probably that's what it was. You said we
0: shut out? Probably trying to catch up toward the end. Yeah. Jeez. That ball was waterlogged and everything, man. Trying man, to throw the ball in. The the was yeah.
2: yeah. Um, okay, so – so uh, final topic here, um, I don't know what the weather's going to be like in Kansas City. I, 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 I imagine cold, but um, but LA's going to have to deal with that one coming to from LA to uh, KC. Um, so reigning Super Bowl champs, uh, not the game everyone was hoping for this year between Rams and Chiefs. A lot of people thought expected more from the Rams, but that team just kind of, you know, with injuries and everything, that team's kind of a disaster right now. Um, Chiefs are a 14 and a half point favorite going into Sunday, which is just... That's huge. Um, so I got to ask you guys: Who do you guys have on this one? What's your projected score for uh, the game on Sunday? It's been
1: bad to watch the Rams play. You know, I'm a big Aaron Donald fan. I like Jim, I like Ramsey, um, but it's it's been bad for them overall, offense and defense. So, um, so I I think we beat them by three touchdowns. So I'm gonna go, and I think I don't even know if the if, if Staffer's is playing, isn't he? No, it's
2: it's going to be Bryce Perkins. No, Bryce Perkins will be yeah. the starting quarterback.
1: Yeah, so I, I hate to have somebody that we don't really know come out and just have one of those unexpected good games. Um, but I, I still think we beat them by three touchdowns. So I'm going to go 24 to – well, you know what? I'm going to go 28 to 7.
0: Hmm.
2: Um, I still it, think they have
1: enough offensively to put up points because there's still the – Cooper Cups out. Yep. Robinson hasn't been playing well. Um, they don't have much.
2: Mm-mm. It's uh, gonna be a high of forty five on Sunday, uh, and sunny. So, cold.
1: What you got JD.
0: Shoot, man you you was right there with me. I, I'm 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 I was gonna be twenty eight to ten, uh, but I I think I'm gonna do twenty eight thirteen. Okay. I just, you know, I'll see somebody somebody they'll get lucky. You know, they'll scoot out and then, you know, sometimes you get a lull in your defense because, you know, you know the who they don't have. And then, you know, it'd be a brain fart. And it's like all of a sudden the guy scooting down the field for 45 yards. The field yeah. goal. So <laughs> you know. <laughs> Hate to see
2: it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So I think I think it'd be pretty easy. Twenty eight to like I said, 13. That's where I'm
2: at. Well, that's how the Titans game started. Remember like that. That first play from Willis was that like that that tight end, like broke a few tackles and then went, went all the way downfield to like like the 10 yard line. Yeah. Yeah. He's a difficult
1: one to prepare for. And and that was just, you know, you let that big horse run up the middle and get it, get that momentum going, and then he scores that ball and he's hitting those edges. so yeah. That was tough, but we figured it out.
2: Mm-hmm. And I believe it's the uh, – every week I, I our, our games have the highest total points over under every week. Um, and I believe that it still remains the same this week with, with our game. Um, actually, no, it's not the highest. It's not the highest points. It's uh, 43.5 total points for the game on Sunday for us. It's not okay. the highest of the week. So That's exactly. about where
1: J.D.'s at, to it. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Um, okay. So before we go, uh, since it's Thanksgiving and I think it's a perfect episode for our whole crew to be back Thanksgiving, thankful to have our, our guys back, um, for the first time this season. And last year, uh, we did, you know, the favorite sides and JD made it known that he's not a Mac and cheese guy. Um, so we're going to, we're going to let you off on that one, JD. Uh, so my question to you guys is what is your favorite go-to, uh, dessert on Thanksgiving?
0: I'm a cheesecake or a pumpkin pie. Not pumped up sweet potato pie. Wow. Shoot I got I got one for you, man. I, I went to Costco. They got a they got a pumpkin cheesecake. Oh, I had that. Have you? Yep, I just had it. They they just I just had it last week from
1: Costco.
0: Yes, sir. That's that's, that's right up there. That's right yes, up sir. there. I got I got one in the in the freezer right now, dude. Sir, that's like not talking tomorrow. <laughs> But also too, uh, one of my favorite, my mom's been making it forever. She doesn't make it anymore. My, my sister makes it now. Is a chess cake. That's why I like chess cake. Mm-hmm. Chess cake and derby pie. That's 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 the three. What, but that pumpkin and, and cheesecake right in one of my favorite. Chess cake and derby pie. What what is chess cake? Chess cake is kind of like a. It's like lemon square, like lemon square, but it's not lemon. They put a little bit of lemon in it. Uh, confectionery sugar on top. Uh, it's got a nice, really chewy, moist crust. Sucker's fire, absolute fire. Mm. Sweet as all get out. Sweet as all Chest get out. Cake. Yeah, chess cake. Mm-hmm. You ever had a chess pie before?
1: Nope. <clears throat> God, what is that? I'm trying to think of what this is. Um, I've had it. Man, I cannot think right now. Brain is all screwed up. It, 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 it sounds like a butter cake. You ever had butter cake?
2: Mm, I have. I have, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, yeah butter cake is
0: amazing. That's great. Yeah, extra sweet, but it's sweet. Yeah. It's sweet and it's chewy uh, on the
1: bottom. Yeah. I
0: mean, it's. Yeah,
1: it's yeah, like the whole crust on the it.
2: That's what we'll your to splurge on it. Yeah,
1: that's true. What's yours, Marcus? Yeah.
2: I would say pumpkin pie is probably my go to pumpkin or um, a pecan pie. Uh, gotcha. Pecan pie is all right. You guys, pecan pie fans or no? Oh, I,
1: I, I, I dabble.
2: I'll do it. I'll do it. But it,
0: it, it's further down on my list. <laughs> you know? Uh-
2: Pumpkin pie, I, I saw this on, online, so some people are like anti, like, I don't know it's a big deal to be very anti-whipped cream on pumpkin pie. I love whipped cream on my pumpkin pie. And that's one of the few times to have whipped cream with a pumpkin pie. Some people are like very anti, they say your, your pumpkin pie sucks if you have to put whipped cream on it. I, I think you have that's to have it's That's true.
0: That, that's almost really? true. Because it's like, if, if, you, is you, that put, like if putting,
1: you put- A1, is, that, is that like
0: putting A1 on a steak? That's exactly what it is. That's exactly what it's like. Shoot! If you if you, can't, if you can't if you can't cut a pumpkin pie piece out and just eat that, well, I need some whipped cream on it. It ain't it ain't it ain't it ain't that pie. It ain't that one. You know, so you ain't gonna ask who made it. Don't bring it back next year. No, no, no. Mm-hmm.
1: I used to I used to be a big banana pudding guy, but I don't. I'm not. I'm not. I don't like bananas in my in my banana yeah, like pudding. That. So so it's basically, not banana pudding. So. <laughs>
0: What about blackberry cobbler? You like cobblers?
1: I'm a, I, I deal with cobblers.
0: Man, you got dog, man. Y'all, I didn't say no. Okay. Oh, <laughs> hey. I'm like, y'all, y'all jump all over the, now y'all, y'all get on me for the macaroni and cheese. I'm all over eat for the cobblers.
1: JD, it's hard for me to say no to any kind of dessert.
0: I hear you, there you go. That one right there, yep. I'm right. I'm right there with you.
2: Do, do You guys consider candy yams um, a dessert or is that a side dish? Because I, I I said the other day that's one of my favorite side dishes. Like that's basically a dessert. It's like, well, no, it's a side dish. I mean,
1: it's sweet enough to be a dessert, but it is a side dish.
0: Side dish, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Joking, about not putting on candy yams. I talk about this is dessert. <laughs> what you talking about? <laughs>
2: <laughs> you going to ice cream with it? <laughs> right? Yeah, <laughs> dessert. <laughs> You got the you got the marshmallow and the pe- the pecans, all the time. you got pecans. Yeah, and the nuts.
1: you just like pecan everything.
2: I do like pecan. I, I like my favorite syrup. <laughs> my favorite syrup is the the butter pecan syrup. The, uh, the, the they have it at IHOP and stuff, and they have it like you know you can get at the stores the butter pecan syrup it tastes so good. It <laughs> is true. It's pretty good. Um, but uh, lastly, before we go, uh, we have to do a giveaway. So our, we had one more giveaway of our GLD uh, necklaces that we were giving out. Um, so this is our last one. And uh, we did a little uh, random little thing with our all the names uh, that, uh, you know, gave us a review and subscribed to us. And the winner of this one goes to at, Dust, at Cali Dust Sports. She follows us on Twitter. Um, she's one of our big subscribers uh, on on YouTube and uh, it's Cali. We hope you enjoy hey. the We're sending that <laughs> off to you.
0: Yeah, enjoy it. Enjoy it. Some good bling, I'm telling you. Some good yeah. bling.
2: Mm-hmm. It's a good good way to start off the holiday season, getting that right before Black Friday. You know, there's a, one last thing at the shop for. some, some hey, It's true. <laughs> jewelry. Right. Well look before you I go to family Thanksgiving, day. man. Try not to eat
1: That's too much. That's what like. I was gonna say. Uh, yeah. I'm pretty sure gyms will be open bright and early, Friday morning. So if you, de- <laughs> if you decide to outdo yourself, hit the local gym.
0: There you go. Hey, man, listen, happy Thanksgiving to y'all fellas, man, and everybody out here in the Chiefs' kingdom. Come watching the, the Chiefs' concerns, man. Have a blessed one, you and your family. Uh, just things. so a lot of things to be thankful about, man. And y'all yeah. two guys uh, in my life, I'm really thankful about you. I love you, too uh so you know enjoy your family and whatnot for for thanksgiving tomorrow
1: yes sir appreciate you
0: love you Mm -hmm. guys all
2: right well we'll see you guys next week good night fellas all right fellas hi everybody thanks for watching subscribe here to get the latest from the show also be sure to check out the best clips from chief concerns and if you prefer to listen to the show subscribe and follow us on apple podcasts spotify and anywhere else you get podcasts